Welcome to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. I'm Tori Mystic, here with my dogs, Lucy and Bert. Together, we're interviewing cool, creative women entrepreneurs in the pet industry. Do you dream of working alongside your dog? Then sit, stay, and listen to the latest episode to find the inspiration and resources that will help you grow your own dog-inspired business. On this episode, I'm talking to the creator of Found by Fetch about starting an online shop for people and pups. We discuss the pros and cons of carrying inventory versus drop shipping, how to assemble a team to help with photos, graphics, brainstorming, and more. And then we also talk about finding inspiration, both from the amazing women makers in the pet industry and the animal rescue organizations that give all of this work meaning. Brooke Lima's lifelong love of dogs and design and a gnarly online shopping habit led to the creation of her company, Found by Fetch, a thoughtfully curated multi-vendor e-commerce platform for all things human, hound, and home. Determined to work for herself and support small, woman-owned businesses internationally, she decided to hit pause with a year left on her master's degree to work on the brand full-time. Born and raised in New York, Brooke finds happiness in live music, dirty chai lattes, a good bagel, and her hilarious dogs, Shira and Benjamin. She lives in the vibrant, dog-friendly East Village of Manhattan with Benjamin and Shira, as well as two fabulous human friends. Hey, Brooke. Hi, how are you? Good. I'm so excited to talk to you because I think we have so much in common. We really do. From the eyebrows to the love for dogs, I mean. <laughs> well, and a dirty chai latte is my favorite drink as well. What kind of milk? Well, ideally like a co- coconut milk or an almond milk, but then we're getting to like the $7 coffee drink territory. <laughs> It's like 8.50 a day. I feel a little bit ridiculous. <laughs> Same, but I also will never stop doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so tell us all about Found by Fetch. How long have you had your your online shop? Yeah, so um, I launched all of the social media and the website and really um, started doing outreach to different small brands in January of this year. And then we launched on March 6th. So March 6th is when all the products went live on the site. So it hasn't been that long, um, but it's been so amazing so far. And it's just the amount of amazing women, mostly people, but mainly women um, that I've that I've met just through social media from like you to the the amazing women that make the products that I sell. It's just been that's been like a whole reward in and of itself. Yeah, I agree with you. So my shop, I haven't had it. Um, very long either. It's actually about a year since I've had it. I started it, it launched August 1st, 2018. Um, and in that time, like, I think you just learn so much in this first, like, six months to a year. But the most amazing thing has just been all the women and all the dog lovers. And, you know, it's it's hard. <laughs> There's been so much to learn and figure out. But I think that that makes it easier because everyone is just so nice. Absolutely. I mean, the amount of support that I've been shown and that you know, I'm a supportive person by nature, especially to other other women, and I take my friendship so seriously. But I mean, I didn't even know I had this much like cheerleader in me up until I started really experiencing how hard it is from 
sorry, dog is on my shoulder, um, uh, until I started experiencing it, you know, firsthand that way. Um, I didn't, I didn't really understand like the, just how instrumental that, that support is. So it's, it's been great. Thank you for all, I mean, your support has been wonderful too. You've been such a great resource for me. So I really appreciate that. Good. Well, I, I, that's kind of like my goal really with, with this podcast and so much of the other stuff that I do is to like, yeah, like you said, be a cheerleader and support everybody in what they want to do. Um, cause I really truly believe like the more the merrier and the more of us out here who are like living our truth, then like the better everything is going to be for everyone. Totally. I mean, I think that everybody just having their own brand, if it's, even if it's similar, if it's in a similar industry, if it has the same or similar mission or goal, if you're just unapologetically yourself as the face of the brand, you're going to stand out and be different and you're going to resonate with people in your own way. And that's the people that you want to resonate with because those, that those are going to be your lifelong customers and, um, you know, people who want to work with you. So I think, you know, and that's where like the whole comparing yourself to other brands, it's rather than, you know, celebrating the, the really special differences comes in. So I think that's probably the main thing that is driving me every day is to just remain. Hence why I'm talking to you with a face mask on, like just be yourself. You're different. It's great. (laughs) Well, luckily podcast listeners cannot see us, so they don't know. It's just, it's just between you and me. (laughs) (laughs) Amazing. So tell us like, okay, you talk a lot about finding, um, you know, what's authentic to you and, um, and your audience and all that kind of stuff. Did you do any kind of like research or like maybe just soul searching? Like, how did you figure out exactly what is unique about your brand and like how you communicate that to people? Yeah. I mean, I think I just really took a look at, I think it's important sometimes, you know, to zoom out on the bigger picture, but then I think it's also really important to zoom in and be in the moment and think of what you do on a day-to-day basis. I mean, my day, you know, on social media or, you know, the things you share with the world, you share big events like trips or travels or or big life events, but um, I think the day-to-day can be so interesting and so special. So, I mean, my day consists of going to the dog park, like putting on an outfit I like, um, you know, shopping online sometimes and, and working and and writing. So it's just those little day-to-day things that I wanted to kind of curate on my site, like things that just things that I, things that I really love. And, um, I think, I mean, I get ready to go to the dog park. I like, you know, I care what I wear. I want to wear something comfortable and cute. So I think just, and I share my home with two really hairy dogs, but I don't really want to sacrifice having nice things that are also practical for a home that you share with your animals. So, um, I think that my brand, you know, I say it's everything for human hound and home. Um, I really just try to find things that I want and that I like. So I think that, and everyone's interests are so different. So I think that's what makes, you know, my brand curated in a way that might be different than other brands. Yeah. Kind of like, it sounds like elevating the everyday yeah, totally. And like celebrating it. Yeah. Especially because we're lucky enough to have these, you know, these dogs, we, we live with animals. It's so cool. Like it's, it makes us so unique too, as, as, as dog parents. So, um, I think that's just something that shouldn't ever be overlooked. I feel so grateful that I get to spend my days with these guys. So likewise.
Yeah. And having so, two is the best, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Well, they're they're not really um, great at their jobs. <laughs> like, um, they're not good receptionists or assistants. They don't know how to type. I've been trying to teach them forever. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I would rather work alongside them than, like, the most capable person. <laughs> Same. Me too. I t- couldn't agree more. <laughs> So, okay, we have to talk about like the logistics a little bit of your store. So I know from starting mine that it is so difficult just to figure out like, where am I going to store all this stuff? Like, how much do I order? (laughs) Like, how do I do this? (laughs) And so like living in New York City in an apartment, you have limited space. So tell us a little bit about how you manage like the inventory and fulfillment for your store. So drop shipping is your best friend. Tell everyone what that is in case they don't know what drop shipping is. So drop shipping is when you do not hold any inventory. Um, it's not necessarily that you don't want to. It's that you live in Manhattan and there's nowhere to put it. Um, so it's the the manufacturer, since it's a multi-vendor model, um, the different manufacturers and the different small businesses either hold their inventory that's already made, or if it's an exclusive line for my site, they make they make it as ordered through my site. Um, so I did start out carrying inventory, and it was a disaster. I mean, I didn't have anywhere to put it, but I also was so careful with these things. I mean, my stuff I throw all over the place, but then it was like these precious things that, you know, weren't mine and that I wanted to bring to people. So it was just, my whole closet was just dedicated to leashes and bow ties and um, all things like that. So it just wasn't, wasn't practical, wasn't working for me. Um, And I also trust these women that have been doing this for a while and that is their thing to package things beautifully, to ship them on time. Um, You have to know your strengths and like, while my strength is curating and, and I enjoy the customer service aspect, I really like building relationships with people shipping things on time, like not my jam. So I'd rather, you know, the people that have been doing this and and supporting themselves um, with this stellar service, I'd rather just have them them do it. And um, then they can brand it how they want to brand it, which is the whole point. I want these brands to get exposure. Um, Like when I reach out to a brand and they're not ready to work together because they're so busy with their own stuff in their own store I'm like that's the best reason ever that you could have to not work with me like you know it's it's I celebrate that because it's it's the goal it's what I think it's what I want for myself it's what I want for every girl I've met on Instagram so um drop shipping yeah best friend (laughs) so have you so it sounds like there's been like maybe a few people who just like couldn't couldn't be a vendor because they were too busy, but have you had anybody kind of push back that they weren't able to do drop shipping? Um, no, I not not so That's far. Awesome. Yeah, so far drop shipping is especially for um, businesses where so there's two kind of models that I that I do with with my partners. So one of the the models that I follow is drop shipping with inventory and and things that they already have on their site. So it's kind of just business as usual for them, Um, whether they have the inventory, whether they already do, you know, make to order. um, It's basically just adding their their inventory to another platform. Um, But then the other model I I do with some different brands like Kai's Roughwear, shout out. She's awesome. She is a mom. She's I literally could talk about her all day. Um, Her name is Ray. She's 
phenomenal. She's just I follow her on Instagram. Oh my God. She's a dream. She's just like so trusting. I reached out to her like the very beginning of, of all of this. And she's like, yeah, I'm down. Let's do it. I was like, all right, this, this is my people. Um, so, but with her, we, I, have these designs in my head, whether it's the splatter paint rope leashes or the rainbow ombre leashes that we do with, with the brass accents and the brass hardware. Um, I communicate that to her and she makes one of each and she sends it to me so I can photograph it. Um, and then from there we do the dropship model, but it's more made to order. So I either have you know, it's bigger brands like Soda Pup is, is, is really big and they have um, you know, the bandwidth to sell on multiple platforms. So I just have their inventory on my site. And then I have, you know, a smaller set of things like with Ray from Kai's, um, where we design things that are exclusive to my site. So she, she does not sell them, um, through her own channels. Right. Right. So is your site built through Shopify or something else? Shopify. Shopify is awesome. Yeah. Well, and what's really neat for people who are listening, if you go look at Found by Fetch, which is foundbyfetch.com, or if you go to the Wear, Wag, Repeat shop, both of our stores are built on Shopify, yet they look so different. Like you can really customize it to look how you want. Totally. Absolutely. Um, And it's been so like user friendly for someone like me that, you know, can't, doesn't even know how to hook my earphones up to my, my computer. <laughs> um, I think that, yeah, there's just so many platforms out there now. Hi, Bert. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the dogs are up behind me. There's, uh, I know I keep forgetting that they can't see me. Um, I, you know, there's just so much that you can teach yourself to do, which I think is, is incredible. Um, and, you know, knowing your strengths and weaknesses, but then also being able to learn something new in, in 20 minutes. It's, it's great. It's like a very good time to be in e-com and an entrepreneur for sure. Yeah. I think, I think it's just, I think about this. I reflect on it all the time that it's just so cool what we do, because if you have an idea today, you can like put it up on the internet for sale tomorrow, (laughs) you know, in some way, shape or form, you could do like pre-sales if you don't actually have the thing made yet. There's like so much you can do. It's so cool. Absolutely. It's hard to find dog mom gear that fits in with the rest of your style. I love my dogs, but I don't want paw prints on everything I own. The Wear, Wag, Repeat shop is full of artist-designed apparel, handmade accessories for you and your dog, and stylish gifts for the dog-obsessed. Best-selling products from the Wear, Wag, Repeat shop, like our Puppy Breath Candle, have been featured on blogs like Proud Dog Mom and The Daily Dog Tag. Your dog is already spoiled, so treat yourself. Get 15% off your first order when you visit shop.wearwagrepeat.com and use promo code PODCAST. That's shop.wearwagrepeat.com, promo code PODCAST. So do you have any like favorite resources or places that you've learned how to do all of these things? Yeah, so um, I am a 
big believer in asking people that are good at things if they can help you. Um, I don't find any shame in it. I, if I can repay them in any way, I do. I've been so lucky to have just, just, just this network of people, um, predominantly that I met at the dog park on the Upper West Side before I moved downtown, honestly. Um, so my product photographer, or we met through our dogs and she's absolutely wonderful and she teaches me so much about her name is Carol Carol Foreman um, she teaches me everything about like lighting to uh, why you can't bring six dogs to a photo shoot because you'll get nothing done she's like yeah we can we can we can shoot but like don't bring nine dogs this time I'm like got it um, so she's been such a great a great resource for me on the creative front um, my one of my roommates Rose is a, is a graphic designer and an illustrator for Nickelodeon so her she's helped me so much with design um, and um, you know I have a friend who went through the whole shark tank experience so for him to if I have an idea I'll text him at like 2 a.m. and I'll be like how do you make a prototype like so it's just little things like that so it's everything from you know time alone on the internet just reading and watching videos and seeing what resonates with you um, and your learning style but also just not being afraid to reach out to absolutely anyone um, because people are eager to help. They really are. And you also just never know what some you'll be able to do for somebody else down the road. And I think that people that are in our unique situation of doing things on our own, there's like a, there's a camaraderie. Like we all kind of understand that and um, the importance of, of being kind and helpful. Yeah. And I think it's so important for people to realize like it really takes a team to pull these things together. And I think that like, I sometimes I feel like I work all by myself <laughs> and like this website and store and everything is like all by myself. But really in reality, I have someone who edits this podcast. I have someone who helps me with like backend stuff on my site. Um, you know, I have so many people and then all the people who help me with my shop, like people who sew the bandanas for me <laughs> and that kind of stuff. So it really, you do kind of need a team and um, w whether there are people who you're just asking for a favor or people that you're hiring and paying, it's kind of like a cobbled together mix of all those things that make all of this possible. Totally. A hundred percent. And it's also just people's belief in you also. Um, so I just, I think it's, it's just great. I just love it. <laughs> it's me just, too. It, it really does. It makes me, it makes me so happy. It really, um, this was such a scary thing to do. And then within like a day, my faith in humanity was just restored and my faith in women and like women supporting each other has just, you know, just love it. Love a good, yeah. love a good girl gang. <laughs> yes. The squad is strong. Um, so talking about photos, I always love talking about photos. Um, and so you were talking about how like, um, Kai sends you a, like one leash or something to take photos of it. Do you take original photos of everything in the shop or is it kind of a mix? Yeah. So it's kind of a mix. So, um, I started out doing most of the product photography um, myself with, with Carol um, just because I was holding inventory at the time. Um, but then if I'm partnering with um, an organization or a, an organization like a, a business that has their own um, stock photography that they can provide me with, um, that's fabulous too because it means they never have to ship anything to me. Um, but I, I really do enjoy a little bit of that like creative control. Um, but some brands don't want it. They want, you know, as long as it fits the aesthetic of my site and as long as people can see what they're getting and um, then 
you know, doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> Have there been any like mistakes that you've made in product photography or lessons that you've learned about how to take better photos for products? Um, it's just stay out of the photographer's way. I'm so, <laughs> I'm just so, I'll just be standing there like trying to get the dog to look at the camera and, and the photographer, will, the, the photographer will be like, you're making like a really gnarly shadow. Like I need you to move. So I think just paying attention to the surroundings when it comes to, you know, how, where you're positioned in a room can just change the whole way that the, the photo comes out. Um, so I am learning a lot about that, but as far as mistakes, um, I mean, I haven't noticed any yet, but I'm sure, I'm sure there'll be some some questionable picks at some point. The, the, the reason why I ask is because on my site, so I have um, several different like, t-shirts that I sell in my shop, and most of the graphics are on like the top part of them. So I took all these photos with the shirts like folded in half, and then I've gotten a number of DMs from people asking if I have anything other than crop tops in my shop. <laughs> And I'm like, there's only one crop top. I don't know what you're talking about. That is amazing. Oh my gosh. Like, do you have anything other than like little Coachella outfit story? Yeah, I know. I'm like, walk your dog in this like crop top bra. Amazing. Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's, that's um, hilarious. I never even would think of that. I, no, I certainly obviously did not think of it. So I need to go like reshoot everything. Um. So, okay, you're, you're, you know, our whole conversation, I think, has been a lot about, like, being inspired by this community. So can you tell us a little bit about maybe some other brands or personalities online that inspired you with what you're doing? Yeah, totally. I mean, um, if you look at my feed, I'm very into, like, the Vogue archives and, and the Vanity Fair archives. I really love old photography. Um, and I really love going through to see how animals have been incorporated into, into that photography and into all these editorials. So, um, you know, all the high fashion brands and like the, the fashion houses really inspire me. I mean, they've been inspiring me for, since I was little, I've just always had such a love and an interest in, in that whole world. Um, and then there's brands that whose photography and like whimsy I just really admire, like Catbird. Um, they're uh, a jewelry store in Williamsburg, Brooklyn. Um, the Academy is I just really like their tongue-in-cheek um, way that they curate old photos, new photos. Um, there's just so many brands: Reformation, Cult Gaia, um, and it's funny because none of these are, are dog brands. But um, again, I just think that blurring the line is 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 great and important. Um, and, you know, I'm so inspired also, not only just aesthetically, but content-wise by all the rescue organizations I follow. Um, they just really bring me back from, they've helped me keep the balance between aesthetic and a little bit, they keep me from going into the shallow end, if that makes sense. Because ultimately, what are we here to do? We just want, you know, a better life for, for these animals. So I think a combination of, of some, you know, like high fashion houses and, and some, you know, labor of love rescue organizations kind of somewhere in the middle of that <laughs> yeah I love that I think it like you're right because I love looking at fashion images but then when you see like an amazing rescue story or or you know adoptable dogs or something like that it kind of like brings you back down to earth and reminds you you know why why it is you know why we do what we do absolutely couldn't agree more 
So speaking of dogs, this is a great transition because I want to know everything about Shira and Benjamin. First of all, I love that their names just make them sound like your children. Oh my god, I know. It's so funny because I, in college I babysat for two kids named Riley and Cooper and then my dogs were Benjamin and Shira and I was like, I think we got them a little switched there. Like, Yeah, the kids sound like dogs, yeah. 100%. Um, cute names, but my dogs definitely sound like, uh, you know, little old Upper East Siders, so... Um, yeah, so Shira I've had for uh, this September will be six years. She's around 10 or 11 now. I got her when she was between four and five. Um, I got her in, in college when I was a, a junior in college. Um, and I, and I wanted a dog. I had just lost my dog that I had since I was seven. She lived to be like 17 years old. She was super old. Um, and I was ready for, for a new dog like 11 months later. And um, I saw her online. It's like a now shut down website. It was like deathrowdogs.com or just something really awful. Um, and she was at the ACC. So uh, at the time it was animal care and control. Now it's animal care centers in Harlem. Um, and her, you know, I went there thinking she was a boy, like just totally wrong info online. But then um, I, I saw her and I just oh man, like she was just meant to be my dog. Um, I just, I'm so obsessed with her. I just couldn't love her anymore. <laughs> and um, Ben was my foster fail. Oh, <laughs> how did you get into fostering? Like where, what rescue was he from? Yeah, so he's from Hearts and Bones Rescue. Um, they are, it's founded by two women, two awesome young women. Um, one of them is here in in New York, she lives in Brooklyn, and the other is in Dallas. So they pull Dallas, Texas has a really awful shelter system. Um, dogs are, are, you know, put down really regularly. Um, so they pull dogs from the Dallas shelter and bring them to New York and um, for foster and, and adoption. So um, I signed up for the foster roster, and um, it's a newsletter that you know lets you know when dogs need to be or in need of, of foster homes. Um, and I didn't exactly know how it worked. I kind of thought that like, you know, you saw a dog on the, on the roster and you're like that one. And you just, that's the one, you know? So I showed up thinking I was getting this little dog that kind of looked like Shira, um, named Kelly Clarkson. And I was like, here to pick up Kelly. Like, you know, got her little, all her little like bag and all her little stuff. Um, and they were like, Oh no, like she was adopted like real quick. <laughs> So I was like, great, like, let me know in the future if you got any little ones. They're like, well, a lot of people's buildings have a weight restriction and, you know, we can't, we don't really know where this guy's going. And I was like, sure, I'll take a look. And uh, he's 80 pounds and now he lives with me. <laughs> yeah, he's a big boy. He's a big boy. He's, I never thought I'd have a dog this big. I really didn't. But isn't it awesome? Because I've only had big dogs. He keeps me so warm. <laughs> yeah. That's how, like, Bert, like, Lucy gets hot and she just, like, can't have it. But she likes to, like, sit in her own corner of the couch and then just, like, give me, like, side eye. <laughs> That's, like, her thing that she likes to do. But Bert likes to lie on top of me so that I can, like, feel his breath on my neck. <laughs> I love it. I just think it is just, oh, it's just the best. They're both really, really cuddly dogs. Um, ben will cuddle up with me and stay there for a while and Shira will cuddle up with me and I'll like, if once I stop like scratching her or like rubbing her, she's over it. She's like, all right, you're not going to scratch yeah. me. You don't deserve my presence. I'm like, all right, girl, you yes. do you. <laughs> I got Ben. So. Yeah. I think it must be like a girl dog, boy dog thing. 
she's been so great though because you know she was like my only she was the only child for so long um so to have this like big dopey dog who like does not understand how big he is just come in and kind of take over all the physical space at least she's been she's been wonderful and she's been so he's a very anxious dog he's very Ben has has some issues that we're working through um but she, I don't think that he would make have made any of the progress that that he has made without her like it, they're just they really really complement each other really beautifully that's so awesome. I love it. So do they model stuff for you? They do. Um, ben is like not the best model because he just always wants to be in your face. So telling him to sit and stay just like isn't a thing. Um, but Shira is extremely food motivated. So she's like the perfect model. She has a weird like cherry eye going on right now. So I'm waiting till that like clears up. <laughs> it's really not on brand. No, I'm just kidding. Well, no, Lucy had a hot spot and had to have like a large area of her head shaved. <laughs> and I was like, Lucy, like we can't take any photos. I have like campaigns we're working on. <laughs> you need to think before you scratch. <laughs> when I, I quit my full-time job um, and I... Um, I started graduate school and my classes were, were at night, mainly like in the evening. Um, so I started dog walking for a full year and I met so many, I have so many dogs now that I use as models. So that's another, you know, network that, that has just been instrumental in all of this too. Cause I'm like, Hey, I have a photo shoot in 10 minutes. Can I kidnap your dog? Like, well, you're doorman. Let me in. Like, they're like, sure. Have him back by eight. <laughs> So it's, it's, that's been really so. That's a really fun story. I love that. Well, unfortunately, we've kind of reached the end of the time for the podcast. So tell everyone where they can find you online. Yeah. So you can find me on my site, foundbyfetch.com, um, Instagram, hash, uh, not hashtag, what is it? At, <laughs> I'm like 80 years old, um, at foundbyfetch. Um, Pinterest is foundbyfetch. And Facebook is uh, facebook.com slash foundbyfetchnyc. Awesome. Cool. Well, everyone, go check it out. See what Brooke is doing. Thank you so much for having me. This was such a treat. Thank you for listening to the Wear, Wag, Repeat podcast. You can fetch show notes at wearwagrepeat.com. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And until next time, we'll see you around the dog park.